Welcome back to the 615 Podcast. I am Christian Skelton, joined as always by my co-host Zephian Wade. Zephian, how are you doing tonight? I am great. I'm glad we have a March Madness this year, and I'm very excited to, you know, pick these picks. Yes, we have brackets again. It is a very good feeling, because last year, obviously, at this time, we uh, didn't really know what the heck was going on, but uh, it's good to be back. Definitely. Definitely good to be back. Uh... First off, I want to congratulate you for basically having a perfect SEC tournament bracket. His semifinals were exactly correct. His championship was exactly yes. correct. He only got like two yes. games wrong in the whole tournament, yes, which was which one? Which ones was it? They were. Um, I know I got Kentucky wrong. I got us wrong. Um, and then I think it was Vandy, right? Yeah, I got Vandy. I picked uh, Texas A and M, and Vandy won. So yeah, I knew. I told you LSU was going to beat Arkansas. I just felt it. And, I didn't uh, believe it, but yeah, I mean, it was definitely an impressive that, performance by you. We'll just say that much. It was definitely an impressive performance by you uh, there in the SEC tournament. So, uh, you ready to fill out some brackets, though, here? Yes, I am. I'm just excited to finally fill one out. I was so excited to fill one out last year, and then COVID happened, and I, I don't know. I was just so hurt when that happened. Oh, I yeah. was so hurt. It was it was a very disappointing thing that happened last year. Obviously, yeah, so. it was like one of the most bar- boring like marches I've ever had in my life. It, there's no one of it was the most boring. <laughs> there's, there's nothing that could compare to it. <laughs> I mean, it, when I was sitting there freaking watching all these random shows and movies every day. No, actually, it wasn't that boring for me because I, I I ran my own tournament on C, on NCAA Tim. I forgot about that. Yeah, so. Anyway, uh, so how do you want to start this? Do you want to start just by talking about the bracket overall or what? Um, we can start talking about it overall, how our thoughts on the bracket and how we feel about the seating and everything like that. All right, I'll let you go ahead on that. Well, first off, I mean, I think they did a great job picking the uh, um, number one seed, especially putting Illinois in there. I mean... I thought they did a great job picking the number one seeds. Um, just looking at this, I mean, they did. A, I thought they did a very good job with everything. Um, like Joe, uh, the committee did a very good job, you know, picking all the teams. I, I mean, like Joe Lernardi just said, he said uh, the only bad thing about it was, or that something he would change was, he would put um, Oklahoma State as or over West Virginia. And I, I mean that. Besides that, I mean, that's the only thing, like... Let me just say, I would definitely do that, too. Trust me. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> we'll find out why later. <laughs> yeah, 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 we will, won't we? So, but, I mean, besides that, I think they did a good job with the uh, picking and everything. Yeah, I mean... This is probably one of the hardest years ever for that, for, like, just, like evaluating teams and stuff like that. Um, Honest, I didn't really have I a think- problem with any of it, uh... The thing about it, though, is, I mean, there's so many teams that have potential to win it all. Like, I mean, all four seeds could definitely win it. Yeah. And then some of the two seeds could definitely win it. And even some three seeds wouldn't surprise me uh, that could make a deep run, you know? So, yeah. I mean, it was just, seeds, it's hard so to, I mean, like, it's, it's hard yeah. to make decisions this year is, like, the main thing. Like, it's just been hard, it's like, just I'm hard to make over, a decision. I'm looking, I have looked over the bracket that I have picked so many times, and I'm like, maybe I should switch this up. No, I should just leave it at that. Like it's, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, it's. Oh, 
Yawning, hold on. Yeah, it's it's very it's 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 a very tedious process this year trying to figure out who's gonna win these games because honestly, there's real no distinct advantages this year. Like every game's gonna be played in the same state. Uh, there's just it's just really hard to tell, honestly. But um, I, I mean, I'm ready to get into this if you are. Uh, I am. I've been ready to get into this, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've been waiting to get into this for about two years now, so. I know. <laughs> um, all right, so where should we start? Should we start in, should we do it like the order from like the selection show as far as the regions? That's kind of what I was thinking. Uh, could you, would you say I didn't hear you? Sorry. I said, should we do it in like the order they did it for the selection show for like the regions? Yes, we can. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. All right, so first up. Uh, oh, crap, that reminds me. I forgot to record it. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> um, it'll be on YouTube or something. So in the West, we'll go ahead and just give our our preview of the West region. So before we give you our picks, obviously. Uh, obviously, the the number one team there is going to be Gonzaga. Uh, yeah. uh, they've been the best I mean, team in the country all season. Yeah, uh, they've I mean, done I that mean, for I a mean, reason. Obviously, you know, um, um, I mean, Gonzaga is just, dude, like, they're, they're going to be a hard team to beat throughout this whole pro. I mean, Jalen Suggs. I mean, they got Drew Tyne, Drew Timmy. I think that's how, Yeah, Timmy. Um, I mean, they got a lot of talent on this team. So, I mean, they're going to be a definitely hard team to beat. Yeah, I mean, I definitely team. think they're going to be the toughest out of the tournament for sure. Um, but then you look at the other teams in that region. You got Iowa with Luka Garza as a strong two seed. Uh, Kansas, if they can get past. I, I thought it was interesting. They put two the bo- both the teams with the COVID issues. Kansas and Virginia in the same region. I thought that was kind of interesting, but uh, I guess technically Virginia is the defending national champions as the four seed. I mean, that's true. Uh, so yeah, that this is going to be an interesting region for sure. Uh, should we go game by game or what? Um, we can go game by game. I All think right, that'll probably be the best. Oh, actually, first up before we do the West region, we'll go ahead and, or no, we'll just make our first four picks when we get to them in the bracket. All right. So, Gonzaga against Norfolk State or Appalachian State first up. Uh, we Did we both go Appalachian State there? Like, um, I'd probably, yeah, I'm going Appalachian State. I mean, they, yeah. like, they, they made an actual deep run in their conference tournament. Yeah, and the Sun, they, they, well. they were surprised out of the Sun Belt, so I think they they're, were, they're so pretty hot I'll right now. All right, so then that would set up Gonzaga against the Appalachian State. Obviously, we're both going Gonzaga there, right? Nothing yes. really much else needs to be said. All right, uh. This is an interesting eight-nine matchup between Oklahoma and Missouri. So, both this of these teams is both of these teams have kind of had roller coasters of seasons. I feel like uh, I, they were both in the top. T- I, I don't think Missouri ever got in the top ten, but they were both in like the top fifteen at one point. And now they're both uh, just on that eight-nine line. So, uh, I went with Oklahoma in this game just because I think they're a little bit better right now. Uh, and it, right, obviously everyone knows uh, about the tournament. It's all about how you're playing at that moment. So I think Oklahoma's just playing a little bit better right now, so I went with Oklahoma there. Uh, I did the same. I mean, look, Oklahoma, they've been playing – you know what? They've been playing really well um, to end the season. I mean, of course, they had those uh, – when I watched Oklahoma play, they didn't um, lose to um, – they didn't lose to Oklahoma State. But, I mean, I, I still – Thought they played well enough, and they made it a game too. Uh, Austin Reeves and um, Har- that Harmon kid; those two make a great tandem at the point guard position. And I feel like you know, I mean Missouri. I'm, I mean it's good that they're there, but this was a hard game for me. 
and but I went ahead and made the safe choice and went with Oklahoma. Yeah, that's probably the smart choice. Uh, well, it's not really a smart choice. That eight nine game is usually a toss up, but either way. Uh, then we've got uh, the five twelve game is Creighton and UC Santa Barbara. So my reasoning for this is going to be my first upset of the day. I'm going with UC Santa Barbara over Creighton, and the reason why. Uh, you look at UC Santa Barbara's resume, and they've been a pretty impressive team all season with the record of 22-4. And four. and just ne- just la- yesterday, actually, when we were recording this, we are recording this Sunday night, uh, Georgetown beat uh, Creighton by, like, how much, like 25 yesterday or something like that in the Big East Championship game. So, I don't – Zephine, you said that you think that's going to be their motivation. I think it's still going to be, like, in their mind. And they're still going to be like lagging from behind from that. So I'm going with UC uh, Santa Barbara in that game. Well, I'm going Creighton. I mean, it's going it, to, uh, like I said, I mean, I think they're going to use that motivation from getting killed in, you know, the uh, Big East tournament. And I think they're going to, you know, use that to help them win this game. I mean, I haven't seen much about um, UC, UC, or, uh, gosh, uh, Santa Barbara. Sorry. You're good. You're good. But, but um, I mean, when you look at the stats and everything, I mean, UCSB has, you know, the. When I'm looking at the stats right now, they have a higher, uh, let's see, field goal percentage, free throw percentage. They play better defense. They play better defense. They have a better points per game. They don't turn over the ball very much. So that that could honestly, I see what you're saying about how that could be an upset and a trap game for Creighton, but I'm still going Creighton. I think Creighton will use that as, you said, 25-point loss as uh, motivation, uh, you know, prevail in this game. Yeah, I agree. Or, no, I don't agree. Why did I say I agree? Anyway, <laughs> uh, we've got the 13-4 game, and that is Virginia and Ohio. I went with Virginia here. Uh, I think, even though with the COVID issues, I still think they'll be good enough to get the job done there. Against Ohio, if uh, enough of their players are available, which I'm assuming they will be, or they would have ter- told the tournament they couldn't play. So uh, I'm going with Virginia there. I am too. I'm going with Virginia too. I mean, look, Virginia—they're going to be coming. You know, they couldn't win. I mean, they had a—you know—they were the number one seed. They could have—you know—easily won the ACC tournament. I think. Um, and so I think they're going to use that. You know, they're like, oh well, we weren't able to play. We haven't been able to play in a while. And I think they're going to, you know, Ohio is not, you know, in a good spot right now, <laughs> especially coming, uh, playing against a team that, you know, hasn't played. Now that, I mean, that does go to Ohio for their advantage. But, I mean, still, I mean, it's Virginia. And I still, Virginia plays really good defense. And I'm going Virginia in that one, too. Yeah. Um, I think last time Ohio was in the tournament, if I remember correctly, they were a 13 seed, and they might have made the Sweet 16. I'm not, I'm not, I don't remember correctly, but I don't remember. anyway. Uh, next up in this 6-11 matchup, uh, USC against either Wichita State or and Drake. So first off, we'll go. We'll preview this game. So this is a pretty interesting matchup. You got Wichita State, who people may or may not say should have been in the field, and I mean you could say the same thing for Drake, but. Uh, I, I went with Drake here because they had a really good start to the season. Would you say they started like how many you know? They started eighteen and zero. Yeah, so uh, I think Drake is still a pretty good team considering they started eighteen and zero. So I went with Drake there to beat Wichita State. At first, remember, at first I told you I was going Wichita State 
because I love I like Greg Mar- Marshall as a coach, and I thought you know I mean you know Wichita State there is he still team, there? I I totally forgot that Drake started the season undefeated, and when I like well, I I went and I watched this Drake team like I actually watched them. They look I they look like they could beat with, um, Wichita State, so I'm going Drake as well. Is uh is Greg Marshall still even at Wichita State? Still, I don't even remember. Oh, oh my gosh, is he? I actually don't know. We probably should know that, but it's okay. I think he is. Oh, are you looking it up right now? Yes, I am. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and give my pick for the USC. Uh, no, Drake. it is not. It's Isaac Brown. Ah. Well. Uh, yes. Yeah, so oh well. On we dropped the ball on that one, but oh well. Uh. So for my, for my me or you said you picked Drake too, right? Yes. Okay, so USC and Drake. I went with USC here. Uh, I think Drake is good, but I still think USC's been pretty good this year. What's what's his name that they have? Who is it? Who? The the dude for oh, USC. Evan, Evan, uh, Evan, Evan Mobile. Yeah, I couldn't think of his name. Yeah, I think he'll be the difference maker in this game. And uh, USC will get it done and move on to the second round. I agree. I mean, Evan Mobley, dude, dude's a dude's a great player, and I mean, he he has. I mean, I've read many draft boards. I had a, I saw a lot of people say he could be the number number one to number two overall pick. Yeah, I mean, it definitely wouldn't surprise me. So, all right, then in the four three fourteen matchup. We have Kansas and Eastern Washington. I'm going Kansas there, obviously. I don't see think there's any way Kansas loses to Eastern Washington there. I just don't see it. So, uh, Even though Kansas has the COVID issues, uh, Bill Self kind of said tonight it should be fine. So, I'll go Kansas there. I'm, I'm going Kansas as well. I mean, look, Kansas, uh, they're going to be, you know, again, they're another team that also, you know, couldn't play in their conference tournament because of COVID, and I think they're going to – Use that as motivation because they're gonna. I mean, they're. I mean, like I said, this is not good for a team like EWU. I mean, Eastern Washington. This is not a good. Cause, I mean, they're going up against a team that's gonna use like full motivation of not being able to play, and they're gonna be fresh and have plenty of time to prepare. So, I mean, we all. I mean, we've seen a lot of three versus fourteen games turn out differently, but this one is not gonna. I don't. I feel like it's not gonna be. One of those type of games, and I think Kansas blows them out. All right. Uh, what, what's I completely lost my place there for a second. That was my fault. Uh, the, this is an interesting matchup with the seven and the ten here. Uh, we've got Oregon and VCU. I went with Oregon here, but at the same time, I feel like VCU is kind of a sneaky good team that might be able to pull off this upset. But I went with Oregon there. What would you do? I went with um, I went with Oregon as well. I mean, VCU, I mean, we've heard many things about VCU in the past um, with them, with Shaka Smart, but, I mean, it's not like that anymore. And, uh, I mean, I just, I have, I'm taking VCU. So you're going VCU in the uh, 10-7 uh, upset? I meant um, Oregon, I'm sorry. I was about to say. Uh, anyway. I was reading VCU's um, stats and everything. That's oh, yeah, what yeah. made me say that. Yeah, you're good. Uh, and then in the two fifteen matchup, we've got uh, Iowa and Grand Canyon. I went with. I mean, I, I mean you got to go Iowa there, obviously. I mean, congratulations like, to to Bryce Drew for doing that in his Grand first Canyon season. If they have to go against Luca Garza. I mean, hey, hey, Bryce Drew had a good season in his first year, but still, he did. He you did. get you got to go Iowa but, here. I mean, I mean, 
mean, that that's Luka Garza is just a hard guy to stop all around. Like, I mean, he, he can shoot it. I mean, he's seven foot. Dude's dude's gonna hard gonna be hard to stop throughout this whole tournament. Yeah, I mean, I feel that's like why I them. yeah, you gotta go Iowa here. Um. All right, second round games now in the West. So first up for me, it's Gonzaga and Oklahoma. Uh, I feel like Oklahoma would give Gonzaga a very good game here. You know, yes. maybe I, like. I think. Go ahead. Uh, sorry, you can go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, I I think this might be like as close as like a five point game. Uh, but I still think Gonzaga ends up pull, pulling away there and making it to the Sweet Sixteen. Go ahead. I say that Oklahoma may give Gonzaga its best game throughout this whole tournament. But um, before, uh, until about maybe the final four on my bracket, that I say Oklahoma makes it at least Oklahoma has a lead. I'm calling it Oklahoma has a lead going uh, either into the second half or late into the second half. They have about I say a um, I say about a six to seven point lead, and Gonzaga has to come from behind and win. Yeah, that definitely wouldn't surprise me if that's in what ended up happening there. So, uh, all right, second round for me now is uh, UC Santa Barbara against Virginia. I went with Virginia. Uh, I don't see any way they lose to UC Santa Barbara there. Uh, it was, I mean, I think for UC Santa Barbara, they'll probably end up sp- spending all their energy into an emotional first round win. And then Virginia will be ready to go in the second round and uh, beat them. And then we'll have a Gonzaga-Virginia matchup in the Sweet 16. What do you think? At first, I had Creighton. I had, well, I had Creighton in Virginia, of course, because I picked Creighton. Um, but uh, at first, I had Creighton beating Virginia. But then I had looked over it and thought about it, and I was like, why would I pick Creighton? I mean, no, no offense to Creighton, but, I mean, look, Virginia is just too good defensively, I think. And, I mean, they, they shoot the ball well. Um, they don't turn over the ball very much. I mean, like, Virginia, they only turn over the ball nine. I mean, their turnover uh, turnovers per game is 9.4. That is not – I mean, if you don't turn over the ball and you can shoot the ball and you can defend, I mean, you can go pretty far in this tournament, and Virginia does those things very well. And so I think they beat Creighton. Yeah, uh – so you you ended up changing your pick there and going with Virginia. Yes, I changed my pick. Yes, I changed. Yeah, my pick. that didn't really surprise me. Uh, I mean, maybe Creighton can do that. I just don't see it personally. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, so for me, it's it's USC Kansas for you too, right? Yes. Okay, so both of us have USC Kansas in the second round, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I'm going Kansas there. I don't see any way that USC wins that game. Uh, Kansas, even though they have they haven't been as good this year as they are most years, they've still been solid enough that I think they win that game pretty easily. I went, yes, I went with Kansas as well. But that would not surprise me if USC wins. This. If I mean Evan, look, I mean Evan Mobley, you know he he's an NBA ready prospect, and he could definitely lead USC to a win, I think, in this game. Plus, I mean, if Kansas is be- Kansas' best um, big man is still out because of COVID. And so, I mean, if they don't have him, which I figure they will, but let's say, like, you know, maybe something else happens and, like, even if, you know, COVID is a very serious thing and I, and I, and nobody should get COVID and I wish nobody 
would get it anymore and pray that nobody gets it. And it's, I mean, it's hard to recover from. I've seen it. And so, I mean, maybe, you know, he may not be 100% going into this game. And, I mean, Evan Mobley could definitely, you know, uh, take advantage of that. And so it would not surprise me if USC comes out with a win in this one. But I'm going, I'm personally going Kansas. Yeah, I did too. I just, honestly, it, it would surprise me if USC beat them, but. I, I don't see but, think dude, that's like, gonna happen. Like looking, even looking at their stats, like their stats are so close together. Like, I mean, the only stat that's like not close is the free throw percentage. Kansas shoots free throws seventy one percent, and USC shoots free throws sixty four percent. But everything is close, like three point percentage, field goal percentage, opponents points per game, points in the paint, turnovers, second chance points. This is, I mean, that could be a game that is gonna be something to remember. Yeah, I mean, it definitely wouldn't surprise me there. So, all right, moving on. Uh, we've got Oregon and I. You picked Oregon too, right? To beat VCU. Yes, I picked Oregon. Okay, so we've got Oregon and Iowa in the second round. Yes. Uh, I think Oregon can actually give Iowa a pretty good game here, but at the end of the day, they've got Luca Garza, and that's always going to be an F of an X factor for me I against mean, teams like Oregon. I mean, like that, that's, that's so exactly give me I mean, give me Iowa to point. go to this. Give me Iowa to go to the Sweet Sixteen. I mean, that's the thing about Luca Garza. I mean, he's going to take. You know, everybody's going to be so focused on him, and it's not like you know Iowa can't do anything else. They're actually a very good shooting team. I mean, they shoot thirty eight percent from the three point line, and so I mean, teams are going to be so worried about Luca Garza down. You know, down low that, and Luca Garza Garza is a very good passer. Nobody talks about his passing. He's actually a very good passer for a big man, and so I mean, he's gonna find guys out um, outside on the three point line. They're gonna get open looks. So I mean, I have them beating um, Oregon as well, and I I say they beat Oregon by at least uh, eleven or twelve. Yeah, I I I'd say it'd be a game somewhere in that spread. So, all right, Sweet Sixteen in the West. Uh, first up, we've got Gonzaga and Virginia. Uh, I think this will be a somewhat close game. Uh, I'm not sure how close, but maybe uh, maybe somewhat close. But either way, Gonzaga pulls away late and ends up winning this game, no matter if it's really close or just kind of close. Either way, the, Gonzaga's the winning this game. The guy in this game will be either Drew Timmy or Jalen Suggs. Those two, I think... Those two are going to be really, really big in this game against Virginia, and I and I think and I think it'll be Jalen Suggs, and I think Jalen Suggs will prevail or uh, guide. I mean, Gonzaga uh, to a win. I mean, look, this is going to be a very. This is going to be first off. I think this is going to be a defensive game. Both of these teams play really, really good defense, and um, now Virginia does play better defense than Gonzaga, but. That's where Virginia gets most of its points. I've always watched this about Virginia. Virginia gets most of their points coming from the defensive end. I'm, and what I mean is it's off of steals they, and teams turn over the ball, and that's where they get most of their points from. Well, with Gonzaga, is they can score in any way possible. I mean, they have they can score at all five positions. All, all five positions on the floor can score, and I feel like that'll hurt Virginia, and I feel like you know they're definitely going to um, – I don't actually. I'm not gonna say they're definitely gonna win or they're gonna um, blow them out, but I just I see Virginia maybe keeping it close for a while, and then at the end Gonzaga sort of pulls away and wins by about nine to 
between seven to nine points. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I like like you said. I think Virginia keeps it close, but Gonzaga ends up winning that game either way. Uh, I think Kansas and Iowa would be a great matchup in the Sweet 16. Uh, but I do I do think Iowa still wins this game because, like I said before, Luca Garza. It's not it's, it's not that hard, to be honest. I agree with you. I think Iowa as well. This this is going to be a good game. But I mean, Kansas can't. This the thing about this Kansas team is they don't feel like an actual Kansas team. I don't know why. Me, I know. I thought that like too all Kansas. year. Maybe it has to do with like no fans or like maybe COVID, but this just doesn't seem like the Kansas teams I've seen in the past and like I'm used to. And I feel like Iowa will definitely, you know, I'm they're not going to blow them out. I say they win by maybe four or five, but I mean, the game isn't, uh, I mean, it's not too eventful to watch. Luka Garza, I feel like it's just going to be too dominant um, for Kansas and. Yeah, I have Kansas definitely winning this game. Or not? Oh my goodness! Iowa, I'm you're good. Iowa, you're good. You're good. You're good. Iowa, I'm sorry. All right, and then that would set up a great Elite Eight matchup between mm-hmm. Gonzaga and Iowa. So we both picked Gonzaga here, since I I bet you will have more of a uh, I guess analysis here. So I'll just let you explain why Gonzaga is going to beat Iowa here, because we both have uh, Gonzaga here, right? Yes. All right, well, I will let you, you explain. See, the thing about this is yes. You plus, guys, of course, have heard. Plus, you have the stat. You have the stats right in front of you. So, and I don't. Yes. So, yes. Well, you mean see, we. I know that you guys throughout this whole podcast or the beginning of this podcast have heard me and Christian literally like just say Luca Garza, Luca Garza, Luca Garza. But and why? And, but this is why it comes to an end against Gonzaga. First of all, Mark Few. Nobody talks about Mark Few as a coach. He's a very underrated coach. I don't hear about him when we hear certain coaches. Like when he should, like he, like when we're talking about the Coach K's and the Coach Beheim and the Roy Williams and the Bill Selves and the John Calipari, we should put Mark Few in there. The the thing that separates them is the only thing that separates them is Mark Few doesn't have a national championship yet with Gonzaga, but he's always been. I mean, Gonzaga's always been consistent. They've made the tournament. I think since like every year since he's been there. And so nobody talks about how good of a head coach he is. And I think he's going to have a plan. The thing I've seen about this Iowa team is when Luca Garza is not in this game and they, and teams tend, uh, take him out, they don't really have a second option or a third option or a guy, you know, that can come off the bench and score. I feel like they're going to take Luca Garza out this game. They're going to force him. They're going to double team him. They're going to force them to. Uh, they're going. To, I think. I think they're going to run Iowa off the three point line and force them into bad shots, turnovers. And the thing about this Gonzaga team, you cannot turn over the ball against them because I've seen it. I've watched them. When you turn over the ball against them, they um, they take advantage of it immediately. Yeah. And they and they have like three of the best. They have Kishper. Um, Drew Timmy and Jalen Suggs, those three are all great players. And I think Gonzaga makes a statement in this game because I don't I feel like a lot of people are gonna go with Iowa. Yeah. But uh, I think Gonzaga makes a statement and shows why they, you know, went undefeated in the regular season and also is probably the best team in this tournament, definitely in um, in this game. So that's that's how I feel about it. That's how 
Um, that's why I think Gonzaga, you know, wins this game. And I think they win it, I think, by at least 10 to 12 points. So I mean, so it may be closer, but that, that's my original thought so we so we've got identical brackets in the west except for uc santa barbara yes well that's interesting so you went complete chalk i went almost complete chalk so uh yeah i mean that's the thing it's kind of hard to pick upsets this year like it's kind of hard to like know where they're gonna come from just because i don't know anyway uh so we both have gonzaga coming out of the west now we will move on to the South region. So, obviously the number one seed there is Baylor. Uh, probably been the second best team in college basketball all season long. Uh, let's see. Who else is in here? We've got a, a solid two seed in Ohio State who uh, played pretty good in the Big Ten Championship today. Probably could have won that game if not for some uh, late game mistakes. Uh, what else? Uh, let's see here. Arkansas is the three seed of the SEC. Uh, got some got some good uh, lower seeded teams too. So, see, this is I mean this may be the best part of the bracket. I yeah, think. I think it's this it's, it's one, a pretty strong like region. Michigan and Alabama one, the uh, the uh, East region. I yeah, mean, it's the either... South or the East region could be the two like sleeper brackets or not the sleeper brackets with the brackets with the most upsets. Yeah, I agree. Um. Oh yeah. Well, we'll go ahead and <laughs> my my bad. We'll go ahead and pick the first game here. So, uh, Baylor, Baylor over Hartford, right? I don't, I, Sorry, what were you saying? Baylor over Hartford, right? Yes, oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we really don't need to spend that much time there. Yeah. Uh, this 8-9 matchup is pretty interesting, though, with North Carolina and Wisconsin. I flipped a coin here. Uh, I'm just going to be honest. I flipped a coin for a couple of these games. But... Uh, I do think Wisconsin ends up uh, pulling away in this game, uh, but don't be surprised that North was, Carolina wins this game. That was either. a hard one for me. Yeah, I, I I just flipped a coin and it was Wisconsin, so you're gonna have to go to him uh, for some was, answers on this one. Look, I mean, for some reason, I've always been a big fan of Roy Williams, and I thought, and I think he's a phenomenal coach. Um, and so, look, this North Carolina team, nobody really expects. I mean, again, this is another North team that just doesn't look the same. For some reason, all the blue, of course. All the blue bloods did not look like blue bloods this year. Like Kentucky wasn't good, Duke didn't look any good. Um, North Carolina, I mean, they're they've been okay. Kansas hasn't been the same, but I, I mean, look, Roy Williams always seems to step it up with his teams during March, and um, I think this North Carolina team wins over Wisconsin. Yeah, I, that's just me. You, I know you picked Wisconsin. I picked North Carolina, but this was a very tough game. For yeah, me. I mean, you, you could, you could. I've made multiple brackets and I've switched that game up. All I, the eight and nine games, I've switched up. Those are the toughest games to the side. I feel like you could, uh, you could flip flop pretty much all of those, to be honest. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I definitely flip. Feel like you could convince someone either way on Wisconsin or North Carolina there, but. All right, moving on, we've got in the 5-12 game, we've got Wisconsin, frick, Villanova and Winthrop. I have another upset here. I'm going with Winthrop. Oh, wow. I'm going with Winthrop to beat Villanova, and here is why. Winthrop, only one loss on the season, very strong resume. DJ Burns, former Tennessee volunteer, leads leads Winthrop in scoring. I I think he leads them. If it's not him, I, I don't know. I, I'm probably wrong on that, but I think he does. 
Uh, and I I don't remember his name, but I th- I think I heard them say today that Villanova uh, like they're they're like yes, they're that, that, okay, that is, that's why they're they're point the guards out for the season, right? Yeah, their best player, yeah, Colin, uh, Gillespie. Yeah, 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 Gillespie. He's yeah, out for the season. He's out for the season. So that's I why I went with Winthrop. I, there. I understand. I mean, at first when you first said this is an upset to me, I was like, are you serious? But then I, your reasoning made sense, but. Look, it's Villanova. I mean, no no disrespect to Woodruff, but, I mean, it's Villanova. I mean, Jay Wright, like I said, that's another guy nobody talks about as a good head coach. Besides, like, uh, besides Mark Few, Jay Wright is a, actually a very good head coach. Like, this, I mean, he has two, two national championships with Villanova. And, I mean, nobody talks, like I said, he's a very underrated coach. And they've been to the tournament every year that he's been there. And so, I mean, I'm going Villanova. And I think, you know, he will coach them to a win, even despite not having Gillespie. I mean, they still they still have um, G- uh, Robinson Earl. That he's their leading – I mean, he's one of their le- other leading scorers after Gillespie. So, I think they still uh, pull this one out. Yes. Rachel. Yeah. Jemiah Robinson Earl, yeah. He's averaging 15 a game. And, I mean, he's still there. I mean, he's going to be a hard guy to stop, too. So that's why I have uh, that's why I have Villanova. Yeah, I mean I know it's an upset, so uh, I don't blame you for that one. Hey, I mean, hey, it's it's March, man. Anything can happen in March. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we've got Purdue and North Texas in the four thirteen game. I'm going Purdue there. Uh, kind of wish that we were. I see. Hey, I don't listen to me. I I, I kind of feel wish we were the five seed in this region, but I'm glad we avoided Winthrop. But then I kind of wish we were the five seed. So if we won. We get to get some revenge on Purdue, but that's fine. Y'all, dude, I don't think you, look. Be careful what you wish for. This Purdue team is pretty good. That big that they got, Tra- Travion Williams. I watched him the other day, and dude, wait, is that I seriously his name? Ohio State. He he beat Ohio State by himself. Wait, 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 hold on. Is that seriously his name? Yes. I didn't even know that. Travion I, Williams. Yes. Do you say Savion or Travion? Travion. So, like, the Texas A&M running back? Like, that Travion? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how you say his name. I, I've never heard of this dude. I'm, I'm just being honest with I mean, you. No, he's a, I mean, dude, like, he's one of the best bigs in in uh, college basketball right now. I mean, he, he can move. I mean, he can, he, can do, he can do a lot of things. He's a good scorer. He can pass the ball. And, I mean, very good rebounding. So, I mean, if, if you wanted to play him, that was going to be a tough one for y'all. Yeah, I'm kind of glad we we aren't playing him now that now that you say that. But uh, so we're both going with Purdue there, right? Yes. All right. Uh, moving on, we've got the 11-6 matchup, which is six seed Texas Tech against 11 seed Utah State. Uh-huh. First off, I don't know why Utah State's in the tournament. I thought, I think I feel like Louisville should be in this spot and not Utah State. I was, but... I was very surprised Louisville was um, not in the tournament. Yeah, I feel like they should put that Louisville should be in the spot and not Utah State. But anyway, uh, so we've got Texas Tech and Utah State. I went with Texas Tech here. Uh, look, anytime you got Matt McClung on your team, you know you're gonna have a chance to I win. To I think he's the difference maker for Texas yeah. Tech in not just this game, but all their games this tournament. And that's why I'm going with Texas Tech over Utah State. I mean, I I mean, look, I agree with everything you just said right there. I was about to say, I mean, look, Chris Beard, he's a very good head coach as well. I mean, he I mean, his, he did take you know this Texas Tech team all the way to the Final Four. Actually, they were in the national championship. 
against Virginia. And so, I mean, like, dude, they, they have a legitimate shot to actually um, go back to the Final Four. I mean, look, they're, they're, it's going to be tough. But, I mean, look, Matt McClung is obviously, you know, the, one of the best players in the country. And he's, off, and he's a, I think, a lottery pick or a top – yeah, lottery or a top ten pick. And then uh, I mean they got Cam- they got other guards Terrence Shannon Jr. and Tyler Edwards. I watched them play against um, Oklahoma State, and that was a very entertaining game. Um, for uh, I just got to evaluate Texas Tech and everything and saw them, and so that's why I have them definitely in this game. Despite uh, Utah State having a better record than them, I mean I still think you know Texas Tech pulls this one out. Yeah, I mean Texas Tech played a much tougher schedule in the. I think That's the terrible. I think besides the Big Ten, obviously the Big Twelve is the best conference in in college basketball this year. Uh-huh. So, all right, so where are we? Oh, uh, we got the three fourteen matchup, which is three seeded Arkansas and number fourteen Colgate. So, first up, who knows how many points are going to be scored in this game? It's going to be a ton. Uh, both 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 of these teams score uh, a lot. And second off, I have to get this yes. off my chest. Thanks a lot, Arkansas, for uh, really coming through for me in the uh, SEC tournament. I uh, re- really appreciate it. Uh, thanks thanks for making me look at. Hold on, hold on. I told you, I told you it was going to happen. Thank, thanks thanks for making me look at Will Wade's stupid face for another day. Uh, I really appreciate it. I mean, you just didn't believe me. Like you really thought that. You really thought. They were gonna win. I told you LSU was gonna beat them. I told you. But no, don't listen to that. Anyway, that's why my bucket uh, was almost perfect. Anyway, but I think <laughs> any, any either way, I think this is gonna be a good game either way though. Uh, I mean, look, this this could be one of those games where we just don't expect to be close, or like we expect no. it to be a blowout, and then Colgate like takes Arkansas into overtime. <laughs> yeah, see, I feel like it might go into overtime. I think this is going to be an extremely close game, like razor thin, like, uh, no pun intended, <laughs> I said razor, razorbacks. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't think, I. you know, this is no offense to Arkansas or anything. I think Arkansas is a great team. I just think they've gotten a tough draw here, to be honest with you. Um, Colgate in the first round, then potentially having to face Mac McClung in the second round, I think mean, it's a very tough draw for Arkansas. Yes. I do think they get past Colgate, though. Uh, I think it's going to be a very close game, but I do think they get past Colgate somehow, some way. Uh, I do like Arkansas yeah, I mean, to go to the second team, round. I mean, looking at these stats, none of these, I mean, neither one of these teams play defense. Oh, yeah. I mean, Arkansas no, they, scores 80 points a game, and so does Colgate. Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be like 200 points. going to win this game because obviously both of these teams can score. 14 to 90 probably wins, to be honest. You picked Arkansas, too, right? Yes. Oh, excuse me. Okay, I thought you did. Uh, this is a very interesting matchup, in my opinion. So we've got uh, who I think is very underseeded. We've got ten seed Virginia Tech and Florida, who's a seven seed, who I think is very overseeded. Uh, I think Florida should have been like a, an eight or a nine, and I think Virginia Tech should have been like a, probably about a seven. I think, but that's just that's just me. Uh. I went back and forth on this game a lot. Uh, I don't really like how Florida's playing right now. I'm not a huge fan of how Virginia Tech's playing right now. But uh, I ended up flipping a coin on this one as well. <laughs> just because I, could, I couldn't make my mind up on a, a lot of these first-round games. when it's like, Especially the 7-10 and 8-9 games, I'll just flip a coin. Because if you get them wrong, it's not the end of the world. But anyway. Oh, what? Oh, 
but I, I went with Virginia Tech here to pull off the 10-7 upset. Uh, I just thought about, I guess this is the Kerry Blackshear Invitational, uh, considering, is he even still playing for Florida? Yes, he is. Cause, he started at one point. Because like, I just didn't – I don't know if it's just because I was at school and I just wasn't able to focus as much on the game or what it was, but like, I did not even see him on the court Friday against us. But I don't know. Anyway, uh, I'm going with Virginia Tech there to beat Florida. What do you think? Um, dang, now that I'm looking back at it, I'm looking at the uh, stats, I kind of might change it to Virginia Tech. I had Florida, but, I mean, Virginia Tech – Against the top 25, they are 4-0. I did not see that. They are undefeated. Florida's 2-2. Two and two, And, I mean, they beat some. I mean, they beat Villanova. Virginia Tech beat Virginia by 14 points. So, I mean, they have some really, really good wins. And, plus, I mean, um, they've had – it says here that they had five of their last eight games canceled due to COVID, and they lost two of their last three when they did play. But they had a strong season overall, and they did. Um – Kevin Kevin Alma, he's very underrated. He's a very underrated center. I actually watched him play in the um, in the ACC tournament. He's a very underrated guy for for uh, Virginia Tech. And so, you know, you may have convinced me to switch my pick. But look, Florida, they didn't really play well in that game against Tennessee. I think I think they could have played better. They could have. I mean, I I picked Tennessee, but I feel like they could have played better. Watching that game, they definitely could have made some shots. Should have made some of the shots that they had taken. And so I'm still going Florida. I think they're going to use that Tennessee loss, you know, to um, and for, plus Florida is actually not a bad team defensively. They're actually a pretty good team defensively, as I'm looking down at the stats. So this is definitely going to be a close game, but I'm, I think Florida may pull it out. Yeah, I mean, I definitely wouldn't be surprised if that ended up happening too. But I, I just feel like Virginia Tech, something, it's something. Be- Something about him just, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's halfway it's just because. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. Buzzer beater to win. Yeah, I don't know if it's halfway because it's Florida or what it was, but something, I just had one of those feelings that it's, that Virginia Tech was the way to go. Uh, Ohio State and Oral Roberts. This is the 2 15 matchup. Obviously, we're, we're both going to Ohio State here easily, right? Yes. I should have joked around and said, no, I'm going Oral Roberts. I mean, shoot. I'm sitting there in a nice 16 and 10. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, all right, we'll move on to the second round. So, for me, it's Baylor and Wisconsin. For you, it's Baylor and North Carolina, correct? Yes. Well, either way, I think we both are going with Baylor here, correct? Yes. I mean, looking at these stats, man, Baylor is just well, – I mean, looking at these stats. I'm not trying to go off of stats because stats aren't the best thing to go off of. But, I mean, just watching Baylor and watching North Carolina, I mean, we would – I mean, I wouldn't be the only one that would go with Baylor if – I mean, if – if, even if you weren't a basketball fan and like you just watched Baylor play and you just watched North Carolina play, I think you would go with Baylor. Now, could this possibly possibly be an upset? Maybe. Could it be a could it be a game where Baylor I think this could be a game where Baylor has to come from behind, maybe. They're down maybe seven points. Um, and they had they come back and beat North Carolina. But if it's not that, I think it's gonna be a blowout. I mean Baylor plays really good defense. And North Carolina doesn't seem to be doesn't seem to be able to produce offensively very well, and so I, I'm thinking Baylor in this one. Yeah, that's hold up. Take it left, you little shit. Crap. Okay, we're good now. <laughs> My bad. 
Uh, so yeah, I'm going with, uh, sorry I just made all of you uh, listening yawn. Uh, that was my fault. Uh, but I'm going with Baylor there too. Uh, yeah, it's kind of for the same reasons you said uh, for them to beat North Carolina. Uh, I just think they're a better overall team. That's really all that needs to be said there for that one, I think. Uh, for me, this matchup is Winthrop and Purdue. Uh, I am going with Purdue here. I I was really tempted to pull the trigger on Winthrop and have them beat Purdue too, but I all, all these uh, all these Big Ten teams I'm really high on. Uh, I, I'm going to take all of them as far as I can take them, to be honest. So uh, give me uh, – Purdue there to beat Winthrop. I have Villanova and Purdue, and I'm going Villanova. I sure wow. am. Wow. This matchup, the matchup between between Jeremiah Robinson Earl and Travion Williams is going to be a very good matchup, and I think Villanova um, pulls it out. Not only, I think, first of all, I feel like Villanova is going to have a great game shooting the ball. I feel like they're going to shoot the ball very, very well against Purdue. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, that's what matters. If you can put the ball if you can uh, put the ball in the hole, and I feel like, you know, Villanova is going to do that in this game. And Jay Wright, I mean, like I said, he's a great head coach. I think he's going to coach this team, and he's going to motivate this team to play. I mean, their heart's out in this game, and I think Villanova pulls it out. Yeah, uh, I agree. I'm just kidding. I don't agree. I was about to say. You really agree? Yeah, I just change, change, I changed. Change I pick? I'm changing my whole bracket now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, let's see. Where are we? Okay, so tech, we're both Texas Tech and Arkansas, correct? Yes. I want. I Texas went, Tech and Arkansas. I, I went, went Texas Tech. I also did, but I went back and forth a lot on this. Uh, like I mean, we both think Arkansas is a great team, right? Yes, I think Arkansas. I mean, they see, here's my thing. Teams to finish the season. I, I think Arkansas is a great team. They just got a really crappy draw, and they're, they're going to lose to Texas Tech here. That's just I, – I just – I don't like that matchup for Arkansas, uh, mainly because of one guy. But I just – I don't know. Something about it just makes me uneasy there. So I ended up going with Texas Tech there to move on and make it to the Sweet 16 over Arkansas. What did you, why did you pick Texas Tech? Simple. I mean, Texas Tech can shoot the three. I mean, I'm not saying Arkansas can't shoot it, but Texas Tech can shoot the three very well. And they shoot it back. I mean, it says here. I mean, they do. They shoot it better than Arkansas. And I feel like they're going to – I mean, the three-pointers are going to kill Arkansas in this game, I feel like. I mean, so I'm going I'm going, um, I'm going. going Texas Tech. But it would not surprise me if Arkansas, of course, wins. Now, um, Texas Tech also plays better defense. That's another thing about Chris Beard's team teams is that they play really really good defense and I feel like that'll be that three pointers and defense will definitely definitely be the, um, the game breaker in this one and I feel like Texas Tech does those things better and I feel like they win this game alright yeah uh, those were all so good we agree with that one. yes we agreed on that one not many <laughs> we've actually agreed on more than I thought we would so far this in this bracket so uh, Virginia Tech and Ohio State uh we're both going with Ohio State there, right? Yes. Okay. I mean, I have Florida. I have Florida and Ohio State, but I'm still going Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, you, you saw them today. Uh, barely lose to Illinois in the Big, Big Ten Championship game. game so, uh, I thought I think Ohio. They've kind of. It's it's funny. They've kind of had an up and down season too, but they've been more on the up recently than the down. So I'm going with Ohio State there. I think Ohio State. Uh, 
It was one of the hotter teams coming into the tournament, so give me Ohio State to uh, beat Virginia Tech there. I agree. All right. Uh, Baylor and Purdue in the Sweet 16, and for you it's Baylor and Villanova, right? Yes. Well, either way, are we both going Baylor here either way? Yes, look. Villanova's run ends here. It does. It does. Um, uh, Baylor is I – mean, me and you both watch Baylor – and me and you were both going back and forth over who was the better team. Even though Baylor did have that one loss to Kansas, they still could have. They still. And then they lost. Like a, they lost to Oklahoma State in the Big Twelve tournament, right? That too. That too. But, but I mean, Baylor still was one of the best teams in the country. I mean, they play great defense. I mean, they shoot the ball well. They can score. And I mean, they score eighty-four points per game, and then they hold their opponents to sixty-six points a game. So. I mean, Baylor, ha- Baylor has what it takes to definitely go all the way and win this. And so I think they're just going to be too much in Villanova. And I feel like um, Ka- um, Colin Gillespie not being there for Villanova and being hurt will definitely hurt him in this game. I don't think it will hurt him in the first two games, but I think it will hurt him in this game. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you I there. He's a, he's a senior. I mean, he, 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 he has experience. And with him there, they won't really have much experience at the guard position, and I think that will hurt. Uh, yeah, I'd have to agree with you there. Uh, obviously, for me, it's Purdue, but either way, uh, I just think Baylor uh, stays hot here. Uh, I I just don't see a way Purdue wins this game, honestly. Uh, I feel like most of these games for Baylor, uh, except for maybe Ohio State, are going to be relatively easy. Like I, th- I feel like Wisconsin's going to be relatively easy. And Purdue, honestly. I mean, obviously Hartford probably will be too. But I, th- I think they'll beat Purdue pretty handily too and uh, move on to the Elite Eight. Uh, we both have Texas Tech and Ohio State in the Elite Eight here. Uh, I was kind of tempted to keep the run going here with Texas Tech and Mike McClung, but I just couldn't do it. i got to go Ohio State here. Uh, I think they're just a little bit better right now. Uh, for a- I'm going, I'm, I agree with you. I'm going yeah. Ohio State. I mean, look, EJ, EJ Liddell is a very good player. For Ohio State. Thank you. You, you are yeah. literally saving me with names right now. I don't know why I cannot <laughs> think of anyone. <laughs> but yes, I mean those two are very good, very good guys for Ohio State and great players. And I think they'll just be too much for Texas Tech to handle. Um, I mean Dwayne Brown, Dwayne, excuse me, not Dwayne Brown, Dwayne Washington Jr. Um, I mean they they combine for thirty points a game a night. I mean, so that they're they're going to be a hard duo for Texas Tech to stop. And I know Texas Tech is a very good uh, defensive team, and that's what may keep them in this game. But I don't think it'll keep them keep them in this game for long. And I have uh, Ohio State winning. Uh, yeah, I, obviously, I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. All right. Uh, what's next? Where 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 this are we going really next? Great. Oh, Baylor and Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Did we both go with Baylor here? It, I would, you know, it was hard, but yes, I'm going Ohio State, or I'm going Baylor, excuse me, I'm going Baylor. Um, you know, this is, I feel like this is going to be another close game, but I, again, Baylor, I think Baylor's defense is, is what is going to help them throughout this whole tournament, and I think they're going to defend Ohio State great, uh, well enough to win. I don't think it's going to be great defense. I feel like this game is going to be high scoring. I think it's going to be in the 70s. But I feel like at the end, Baylor is going to make a 
huge defensive stop on the last possession of the game and take and take this from Ohio State, you know, and Baylor will move on to the Final Four, I think. Yeah, uh, I think Baylor goes to the Final Four too. I I would say it would say it'll it'll be a very close game, something like that, uh, happening there. But yeah, I think Baylor ends up winning here too and uh, goes on to the Final Four. All right, we're halfway done. Gosh, that took us a whole fifty-two minutes just to do half the bracket. Wow. If y'all listen wow. to this whole episode, just thank you. That's all we really have to say here. Yes. Uh, you are a real fan if you listen to this whole video, and we have a surprise at the end of the video for you. Yes, yes. If you listen so to the whole, stay tuned for the ending. Yes, if you listen to the whole episode, we don't know what the key word is, but if you text us the key word, yes. you, I don't know what you, what do, what do, what do they win? They, they will get to be their, our first guest on the, uh, our next podcast, next episode of our podcast. Will be the next episode? Is that what it will be? Okay. All right. Uh, wh- where are we? What, what are we talking about now? Uh, oh, yeah. the uh, Well, you know one thing we actually haven't talked about? The schedule. We'll do this since it's the halfway point. The schedule for this thing. So, obviously, most of the time, the first four is Tuesday and Wednesday, and the first round is Thursday, Friday, and the second round Saturday, Sunday. What do you think... Uh, about it, the first round being Friday, Saturday, and then the second round being Sunday, Monday. I'm not mad about it. I mean, I would like for it to be Tuesday, you know. I would like for it to be Tuesday because, you know, it gets here sooner. But, I mean. I low-key don't like, I I low-key don't like uh, the second round being, uh, being on Monday. I kind of would rather it be like the second round just be like a weekend thing, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's whatever they got to do, but thankfully, at the for... end of the day, yeah, at the end of the day, I'm just glad we have. I just, I'm just glad we have NC, uh, March Madness back, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, thankfully for me, for Tennessee, we play on Friday and Sunday, so I don't have to worry about that. But uh, anyway, um, I guess moving on now to the Midwest region. So starting out, we've got the number one seed there, Illinois, uh, won the big. Excuse me, won the Big Ten championship today. Uh, they've been one of the top teams in the country all season. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, that's one thing about these number one seeds. I feel like it's been, the number one seeds were very, very clear who they should be. Yes, but, and the thing about all four of these number one seeds could win a national championship. Oh, yeah, definitely, could, for sure. And this could be a final four where all four number one seeds are in. Like, we've had some, some like, games in, or some tournaments in the past where we're like, okay, that's a number one seed that is going to get beat. Or like we're not going to see in the final four, but this year, I cannot say that about any of these teams. I mean, like I cannot say that about any of these, any of these teams that are one seeds. Yeah, I mean, these teams could be in the final four at the end. You know, they could get beat, but you don't know like for sure that they're going to. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. Yeah, I know what you meant. Um, and the two seed there, Houston, uh, killed Cincinnati today. Uh. Three, the three and four there. A lot of people think should have been flip flopped with West Virginia and Oklahoma State, but Oklahoma either, State. E- either, either, either way, both two solid teams there. And then uh, my 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 team, the uh, the Tennessee Volunteers, coming in. It's the <laughs> number five seed there in the Midwest. And uh, once we get there, we'll talk about how uh, how I feel about our draw. Uh, yeah, he's already heard it anyway. Uh. uh I'm not going to rage like y'all think I am, but uh, I'm not happy. We'll just say that. 
Uh, first up, we've got Illinois and Drexel. Uh, I'm I'm going with the upset. I'm going with Drexel here to beat Illinois in the first know. round. Oh, man, kidding. I think you're crazy. I'm just kidding. Uh, Illinois here, obviously. <laughs> and uh, uh, Zephian? Well, um, this is a hard one for me. I had to flip a coin. Um, me too. But uh, my coin, I had to flip a coin for this one. My coin uh, said I should go Drexel. I'm just playing too. Uh, look, man. No, no, no. I actually, I, I, I had to flip a coin for mine too, but both sides of the coin had eyes on them, so it's yeah. Illinois. It is, I, I guess. Mean, so did mine. But this, this Illinois team. I mean, look. First of all, this is one of the best Illinois teams I've seen since probably that 2005 Illinois team. But the difference is, I mean, this Illinois team. I mean, I think they're they're going to win a national championship, and, and like, see. I'm not going to say who I have winning this at the end, but, I mean, it would not surprise me if this Illinois team wins. I mean, I think they have, I mean, Luca, if Luca Garza was not in, uh, was not playing right now or had gone to the NBA, the player of the year would be Ayo DeSumo. Ayo DeSumo, yeah. DeSumo from um, Illinois. He would be the player of the year because this guy is a, Amazing guard. I mean, did you I see mean, him out there guy. today? What? Did you see him out there today in the Big Ten Championship? Just out there playing yes, in a mask? Yeah. I feel like it wasn't even that big of a deal. I mean, like, like he just, he makes everything look so easy. And he's he's a great guard. I mean, he can, he can shoot. He has great ball handling skills. He's a, he's a great leader. And then, I mean, look, Kofi, uh, yes, Cockburn, this dude is, they're oh, yeah. calling him, Sha- like, they're saying he's the closest thing to Shaq we've seen. Since Shaq, I mean, and, and I agree. I mean, this kid. I mean, I've seen this kid. He's huge. I mean, the only weakness for him is, I mean, uh, I mean, he can't really move because he's like big. I think he's what seven three, like, like two fifty. I mean, the oh, fact of huge. the fact of what his last name is is reason enough to like him. To be honest with you, <laughs> I mean, poor guy. <laughs> but I mean, like the, the, the heat. I mean, look, this Illinois team can play. And they definitely, they definitely um, can make a deep run in this tournament. I have, the, I mean, I'm not going to say where I have them right now. Uh, y'all will find that out later. But they can definitely make a deep run in this tournament and make some noise. Yeah, I agree. All right. Uh, personally, I think this game right here is the most intriguing game of the first round. We've got Loyola Chicago, uh, who's been great all season, 24-4. and mm-hmm. uh, Yes. Well, uh, Missouri Valley champions. Uh, I think you know they've been great all season, and then we've got Georgia Tech, who was kind of on the bubble for most of the year, and they've been very hot recently. Obviously, with Virginia having to drop out of the ACC tournament, that gave them the opportunity to play in the championship game. They beat Florida State in the ACC championship and get the automatic bid. I think they were going to get in either either way personally, but they beat they beat uh, Florida State, get the automatic bid. So these are two very very hot teams that. Whoever Illinois has to play there, I think they're both going to – either way, it's going to be a tough matchup, I think. Yes. So, I flipped a coin on this one because I didn't know what to do because I think both of these teams are very good teams. And it landed on Loyola Chicago. So, I've got Loyola Chicago and stupid sister Jean uh, going on to the <laughs> second round against Illinois. And the only reason I say stupid is because of 2018, and yes, I'm still salty about it. Uh, yes, and guys. then I'll actually set up remember, a. Guys. Then I'll actually remember set, everybody listening. They beat Tennessee in that tournament game by a game-winning shot. 
by the way. That defied physics. That, 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 that defied physics. Because um, it went, it, it, it bounced two different, it bounced like five different ways. <laughs> it defied <laughs> physics. But anyway, uh, that's besides the point. I actually just realized that would be an in-state matchup in the second round between uh, Illinois and Loyola Chicago. Oh, it will? Yeah. Anyway, uh, well, what's, your, what's your pick for Loyola have, and Georgia Tech? I have Tech? Loyola Chicago winning as well. Um, I mean, look, if we, if we want a perfect underdog story, I mean, you can obviously turn on Loyola Chicago in uh, the 2018 NCAA tournament. Going all the way to the Final Four as an 11 seed, like, that's unheard of, first off. Um, I think, you know, they obviously did, they took care of what they needed to do in their conference. Blue Pass, everybody won, had a great season this year. And I think, you know, look, Georgia Tech, I, I'm, I, Georgia Tech had a great run throughout this whole tournament. Now, I think they would have got beat by Virginia. That's just me. But they still have to go out there and play Florida State in that ACC tournament. And they played well, and they won. But, you know, I think Loyola Chicago, you know, I don't, everybody is probably not, you know, picking them to win this game. And I think they're going to use, like I said, they're going to use that as motivation. I think they're going to pull this one out. Yeah, definitely wouldn't surprise me. All right. The 5-12 matchup. <laughs> you just sounded so hurt. You just sounded so hurt. We got Tennessee and the, the Pac-12 champion uh, Oregon State Beavers. Uh, first off, if we lose this game, fire at Barnes. Uh, okay. <laughs> Had to get that out of the way first. Uh, second off, uh, we are not going to lose this game because it's Okay, so we can't. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on. Hey, hey. Shut, shut, up, shut, up, shut 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 up. So we could lose this game. We could. We definitely could. I mean, Oregon State. You know, they obviously have to be at least somewhat good. You know, to get. I'm, I'm not overlooking Oregon State at all. Don't get me wrong here. They obviously have to be at least a solid team to get through the Pac-12 tournament and end up getting an automatic bid there. But. I do think I do like our matchup there, and I do feel like we can get by them. So, I'm going Tennessee. Yeah, can. I, I, I'm going I'm going Tennessee to get by Oregon State. We still don't know if Fulkerson's going to be available for the tournament yet. Uh, it's just going to be a uh, a wait and see type thing. But I do think uh, Tennessee gets past Oregon State and goes on to the second round. Well, Against unfortunately, probably Cade freaking Cunningham. Woohoo! Besides a guy named Luke Lagarza. And Ayo. How do you say his last Desumu. name from Illinois? Desumu. Desumu. And Ayo Desumu. Those are the, like, literally the rankings are like this Luke Lagarza, Desumu, and Cade Cunningham. And I may switch. I mean, Cunningham and Desumu are interchangeable. I mean, they're both tied for two. <laughs> Cunningham could be number one. But, see, you know, I actually had to flip a coin for this game. Because you know how 12 and 5 games are, right? And look, Oregon State... And not only that, you know how inconsistent we've been this season. That's true. Y'all y'all cannot seem to, you know, find a way to score. But I will. one thing I will say, I, we are playing a lot better right now. The past three yes. games, like, yes. like, even though Alabama didn't work out yesterday, last... Well, I was going to say last night. It wasn't last night. It was yesterday. Anyway, even though that didn't work out yesterday, I, we are playing a lot better than we were right now. Like, like I feel a lot better about our chances at this time this weekend, not a lot better than I did la- this time last weekend. So, anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Well, Oregon State, they're coming in hot. 
you know, they, they, they won six out of their last seven games, of course, and they won, of course, the Pac-12 championship. Because, I mean, that's not like an easy thing to do. They had to get through USC and Oregon so and Colorado. And so, I mean, like, that's not that's not a hard, or that's not an easy thing to do. And for them to just do that, I mean, that that's tough. Like, they're, they're a sleeper team. They're a team, like, nobody, like, nobody thought they were supposed to be here. And, you know, they're here now. And maybe their coach, you know, I have to look up the coach's name just to understand who they were. The coach's name is Wayne Tinkle. And, uh, you know, he's done a pretty good job, you know, motivating this team. Because, first of all, when you think of Oregon State, do you, what do you think of when you think of Oregon State? Anything? No. Nope. you think of anything when you think of Oregon State? Exactly. So, for him, you know, to still convince this team to just go out there and play hard and fight and um, win, and they're winning, too, is just amazing to me. And so, you know, I think they could take that motivation into y'all's game. I feel like, you know, um, with y'all, y'all are very inconsistent. Y'all have been playing well the last couple of games. And if y'all, of course, if y'all don't have John Fulverson, that could be a huge difference. Um, this is a hard choice for me. But I'm going to go Tennessee, guys. Hey! <laughs> yay! <laughs> I know I scared Christian half to death right there. I mean, I don't care. So well, pro- about Oregon State. If, if I'm being honest, here's my thing with this game. I won't be surprised if we beat them by 30, and I won't be surprised if they beat us. Like, and if if they beat us by by 15, I won't be surprised. And if we beat them by 30, I won't be surprised. It it just depends well, on I what mean, Tennessee team shows up. At, when you look at um, the stats, y'all are pretty close in stats. Yeah. I mean, they they, they y'all almost shoot the ball the same. Y'all almost y'all field goal percentage is about the same. Free throws. Um, y'all play better defense than them. That's what's cute. That's what. That's the only thing y'all have ahead of them. Everything else is almost close or tied. All right. So, well, but I'm still going Tennessee. Yeah. I like Keon Johnson. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get to him in a second. Uh, moving on, we have Oklahoma State versus Liberty. Uh, as said, Kate Cunningham, one of the best players in college basketball, and uh, I think they they get by Liberty fair to fair fairly easily. But Liberty is a team that's made some noise in the tournament in the past. Uh, beat Mississippi State yes. a, a few years back. Oh, that was actually the last tournament we had. Now, so uh, beat Mississippi State there. So you never know. You never know. That's true. But, but I don't think it's Kate happening. Cunningham is just too good. I think. Yeah, I agree. He's, I think he's going to be the number one pick in the draft this year. Um, he can do it all. I mean, I've, I've watched him. He's a six, six. I think he's six, six or six, eight. He can he can handle the ball well. He can score. He can shoot. He can do I mean all the things you need a guard to do. And so he's he's definitely one of the best players in college football or college basketball. Season. And uh, he's definitely. I mean, I he is going to be the number one overall pick. And I think I think he'll come out in this first game and have at least twenty eight points. He may even have a triple double. Maybe like a John Morant type of thing. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Who who knows? Hopefully, hopefully, if he has a game like that, he 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 does it in the first round and doesn't save it for the second round. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, moving on, we've got six seed San Diego State and eleven seed Syracuse. This is honestly a game I kind of went back and forth on. Uh, Syracuse, another team that you could argue could should or sh- shouldn't be in the tournament. I think they should be. I think they've been good enough this yeah, year that they, they should, should be. Too, yes. 
Um, I ended up going with San Diego State here. Um, I'm not sure how much uh, they have back from that team last year that went, what was it? Uh, they went, They started the season undefeated. Yeah, San Diego State did last year. I don't know how much they have back from that team, but that was honestly the main reason, reason my main reasoning in picking them in this game. Uh, they're just, I don't know. I just, I just, I li- I've always liked that program pretty well. You know, Kawhi Leonard came out of there, a lot of notable players. So, uh, I like San Diego State there to uh, get past Syracuse. <laughs> this is my upset pick right here. I like it. I like it. Syracuse, my friend. Going Syracuse. I like Buddy Behan. This man can shoot the ball very, very well. Um, What a stupid name. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I had to say that. What a dumb name. (laughs) Um, I mean, him and Alan Griffin shoot the ball very well for uh, Syracuse. And look, Syracuse made a made a you know a statement at the end of the season, of course, and showed everybody that they can that they can definitely do some damage in this tournament and I think they will and I think it starts off right here I think they upset San Diego State and they move on to the next round alright well we'll have to see if uh, that happens I actually like that upset pick a lot though from you so uh, alright so then we've got West Virginia and Moorhead State in the 314 matchup I like West Virginia here. Look, I've always been a big Bob Huggins guy, and uh, I just I, have been too. I just uh, love I the way he acts. I like Bob Huggins. Yeah, I just love the way he acts and stuff. Uh, so I like West Virginia there. Uh, to be honest, I haven't watched one West Virginia game this whole season, but uh, all I, I know is um, they have that they have that freshman uh, McBride kid. Oh yeah, he can yeah. play. He can play. He can play. He's very good. Um, you know, I think they can definitely be Moorhead State. Now, well, that could be that could be an upset. That would not surprise me if you know an upset were to happen there. Yeah, maybe you never know. But that's true. I like West Virginia there personally to uh, to get it done. But I'll be yes, like you said, um, like you said about being a big Bob Huggins guy. I have been too. All right, uh, we've got the seven ten matchup: uh, seven seed Clemson against ten seed Rutgers. So. Rutgers tournament drought would have ended last year if it wasn't for COVID. Um, yes. But it ends this year. Uh, congrats to Rutgers for com- getting back in the tournament. Uh, we've got Clemson here. I don't know. Cle- Clemson's a team I haven't really paid much attention to this year. Uh, obviously, they're, they're pretty good or they wouldn't be in the tournament. Um, yes. I went with Rutgers here, and it's kind of like what I said earlier. Uh it's the big these Big Ten teams. I don't know why, but I'm, I'm riding them high. I'm gonna I'm gonna die, I'm gonna either survive on the Big Ten hill or I'm gonna die on it. Like it's like I told you earlier. I think with all these Big Ten teams, either all of them like like the like the the double digit seeds that are Big Ten teams, either they're all gonna win in the set first round or they're all gonna lose. It's gonna be one of the two. So I think they're all gonna win, and uh, I got Rutgers there beating Clemson in the first round. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, look, they have, they, you know, this this Rutgers team had some talent, and like, early, they started off the season very well, and they looked like they were going to win the Big Ten. And um, but they got Miles Johnson, they got um, I think it's, uh, Ron Harper, I think that kid. They look, that kid is a is big. He can shoot the ball. And they've got Ron Harper on their team. Off. It's it's for what's it? like what, what is it, Rob Harper? I know. I don't I don't know his name, but I just know Ron Harper was was the Bulls point guard. Yeah, Ron Harper. Yeah, his name is uh, Ron Harper. Ron Harper. Excuse me. 
Ron Harper Jr. Yes. Wait, is it his son? Yes, that's his son. Shoot, they're gonna go to the freaking final four. Forget this. <laughs> Ron Harper Jr. Kid, kid can play. He's six six. I mean, he's big. I mean, dude, he, he's two forty five, six six, two forty five. Like, yeah, he can he can definitely play. And I've I've seen him. You know, I've watched I've watched I actually watched Rutgers play, which is very surprising because nobody usually watches Rutgers play. But I, I mean, I have watched him play Illinois, and I saw him. I mean, look, him and uh, Kofi Cockburn, you know, going against one on one. That was a that was a good matchup. I saw them go one on one, and you know, they, Ron Harper Jr. can play. The kid can play, so I think he's going to have a big game. Miles Johnson is going to have a big game for them, and um, Rutgers can shoot the ball very well. So you know, I'm going, um, I'm going um, Rutgers in this one as well. Uh, Rutgers, dude. The thing about Rutgers is. Um, I'm looking. Uh, if you look at the uh, stats, and um, like I said, I learned in basketball that you know that paint is sweeter than candy, and uh, you know the if you can score down low and dominate the paint, I mean you you have a good chance to win the game. And so um, you know Rutgers does that very well, and they do that way better than Clemson. And so I have uh, that's why I have Rutgers winning this game. Yeah, I think it's definitely smart. Uh, I pretty much the same reasons like you said. Uh, anyway, I, I don't know what the heck just happened to me. Anyway, uh, we've got Houston and Cleveland State uh, in the two fifteen matchup. Uh, I think Houston wins this game pretty easily, don't you? No, I'm going Cleveland State, man. All right, we've got a, a 15 over 2 upset. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm going Houston. You know what's After funny? Houston do uh, what they did to Cincinnati today, I'm convinced that they're a pretty good team. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> I, I I used to I mean, think they, they when, I, Cincinnati today. when I was little I used to think two fifteen upsets like happened like almost as often as five twelve so I would pick like one every year. Well, you know why you thought that is because NTSU beat Michigan State in that tournament. No, dude, I did it like before that. You know why I thought uh, that? I thought it because uh, of when Norfolk State beat Missouri that one year. Oh yeah. And Florida Gulf Coast, well, I mean, Florida, dude. Oh, I man, pick, I remember Florida Gulf Coast. I picked Florida Gulf Coast that year too. Yeah. City. Yeah, I picked them to beat Georgetown that year. I didn't pick them to go to the Final Four or ever for the to the Sweet Sixteen, but I picked them to win the the first round. Anyway, uh, moving on to the second round here in the Midwest. First up, Illinois and Loyola Chicago. Whew, it's gonna be a tough game for Illinois, no question about it. Uh, but I think the difference maker here is Io Desumu. He finds yes. a way to will his team yes. to victory against yes, Loyola Chicago. I agree. And they get it done and move on to the Sweet 16. Nothing else needs to be said there. I mean, you you like nailed it. I mean, that was perfect. Oh, okay. right I was gonna say the exact same thing. Oh God! Now we have to talk about this I stupid was, game. Uh. I, was, I, was, I mean, you said the exact same thing. Oh, you talking about the next game we're about to talk about? Tennessee and Oklahoma State. Can we you just? You guys can, have to guard K Cunningham. Can Can we just skip this one? <laughs> I mean, why? Okay, here's one thing that does encourage me. Here's one thing that does encourage me. We do usually play pretty good defense. Usually. I mean, yes. Now, Kate Cunningham's obviously a whole different story with that. Yes. But we do usually do play pretty good defense. Uh, I will tell you when I was watching this election show, uh, (laughs) when they... When I saw our name, I was like, "Oh, okay, Oregon State." I was I was happy when I saw Oregon State in the first round. I was like, "Okay, I like that 12 seed. I like that a lot." And then they said Oklahoma State. I was like, 
Awesome. I was, I was, I knew. Like, dude, I mean, like, how do you think you guys are going to do against Kate Cunningham? It's a question. If I'm going to be honest, not very good, but you know what? <laughs> Here's my thing. What? We, we just got to play really good defense. If, if we can do that, yeah. and if we can get our freshman, if we can get Keon and Jaden Springer going, and if, if Pons can get, can start a block party again, and uh, I don't know about Fulkerson, obviously, but if, if we can get, get Keon and Jaden going, and if, we can play good defense. I think we can win. But, 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 but. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to go with Oklahoma State to win this game. I know some of you. I agree with you, buddy. I know some of you are going to say, you have no faith in your team. You are such an awful fan. Oh, my God. I'm a Tennessee <laughs> fan. Oh, by the way, y'all pissed me off today. I saw a tweet from Barstool LSU today. They said, being a fan of LSU athletics it sucks. I'm like, you just won the oh, national. Ch they they said, and so, like someone in the comments said, you won the national championship in a Heisman a year ago. Shut up. Look, dude, it does suck because we were not expected to have the year that we did in football, and then basketball just made me mad. You just won a national championship. Shut up. Okay, that's true. Y'all haven't won a national championship in twenty years. Exactly. <laughs> okay, did you you picked Oklahoma State too, right? Yes, and there's a reasoning behind that. There's a reasoning behind that. Look, look, I like Tennessee. Okay, I don't I don't think Tennessee is a bad team at all. You know, now when they're going against Kentucky, that's a whole different story. I think they're like they suck. I think uh, Tennessee sucks, but that I mean obviously they don't. But look, if first of all, if John Fulkerson can come back for y'all, and um, if he can play, that'll definitely be huge for you all. And because I mean, he's y'all, he's y'all senior leader. He's that he has experience, and so that would definitely help y'all. Now, the question is, uh, with him, with him out, I mean, I'm looking at this stat, dude. Y'all have no. It says y'all have no scores over 12.3 points per game. Now, it, it says that y'all make up with y'all's really good defense and free throw shooting. The question is. If y'all stop Cade Cunningham, I mean, you know, Oklahoma State may have some other guys that can step up because they do. They have, I mean, I'm watching them. I notice this guy, Caleb Boone. He's a very good big man down there for them. And then Avery Anderson can shoot the ball well. So if y'all can, you know, contain, y'all are not, I'm just going to be honest, y'all are not shutting down Cade Cunningham. And if y'all do, then y'all should win the national championship. But, I mean, the chances of y'all sh shutting Cade Cunningham down is low, and I don't think it's happening. Now, can y'all contain him? Yes. Um, you shouldn't let him, you know, do whatever whatever he wants, you know. Force him to turn the ball over, put ball pressure on him, double-team him, get the ball out of his hand, and make somebody else beat you. Don't let Cade Cunningham beat you yes. by himself. Yes, 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 And yes, if y'all do yes, that, then y'all yes. have a win. Now, will y'all do that? I don't know. You know, Rick uh, Rick Barnes may have that plan. No, he won't. But I still have I still have uh, Oklahoma State winning this. I like I like their head coach. I think he's a very he's a phenomenal coach too. Well, and, that, that, uh, that's another thing in this. Look, that's another thing in this. Uh, I forgot about our, another thing about our head coach. Uh, his name's not regular season Rick for no reason. So. No, and also another thing, um, y'all have to stop. I don't think you you all are going to be able to stop. Um, 
Oklahoma State's transition game. You know, they like looking at their stats, they score the ball well in transition. And I don't think you guys can stop that from stop them from running and getting out, especially with Kate Cunningham. Like that kid that kid is very good and that's why I'm taking him. I mean, that's the best choice to take. I think Kate Cunningham has a stat line. I think I didn't think Kate Cunningham is going to like beat y'all. I think he'll have like sixteen points, maybe like eight seven or eight assists and maybe 11 rebounds that's not a great stat line but i mean i don't think he's gonna beat y'all by itself yeah i don't think so either but i don't know who, who knows what'll happen but uh hopefully 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 we fall out but i just don't think we're going to unfortunately but anyway uh moving on uh we took a long time on that one wow but it is Tennessee, so of course we did. Uh, San Diego State and West Virginia for me. For you, it's Syracuse and West Virginia. Uh, either way, I like West Virginia there. Uh, I was tempted to go San Diego State, but uh, I think West Virginia is just a little bit better than San Diego State, and they uh, they advance to the uh, Sweet 16 there. Oh, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, look, it ends. Uh, I feel like, you know, Bob Huggins has a team here that everybody can score. Now, it's not like the same Bob Huggins teams that, you know, usually when you think of Virginia, you think, of course, that press and them playing defense. They don't really have that this year. They're not much of a defensive team. But, I mean, they're, they they could score the ball very well. And I think they, they – they, I, I think they – I'm going to say it. I think they blow out Syracuse in this game. I think they beat them by at least 15, 17 points. All right. Well – and then moving on, we have Rutgers and Houston. I think we were both tempted to put Rutgers in the Sweet 16 here, I weren't was. we? I was, very, yeah. I was very tempted to do that. Very tempted. Yeah, but, but but like like you said earlier, uh, Houston beating Cincinnati as bad as they did today proved to me that they were a, uh, a pretty good team, or at least good enough yes. to make the Sweet 16. So I went with Houston there, and I think they make the Sweet 16 here. I agree with you there. I definitely agree. I mean, look, watching Houston today, I mean, they just they were just a straight up better team than Cincinnati and just just wiped them off the floor. So yeah, that that convinced me, and yeah, I think they definitely beat Rutgers in this game. Now, you know, Rutgers could could potentially beat them. Um, it would not surprise me if maybe Rutgers, you know, use, uses their uh, paint presence and they use um, you know, what they're good at and that scoring and paint. I mean, they could, they could, you know, beat Houston, but uh, nah, I'm going Houston in this one. Yeah, I am too. All right, moving on. We've got in the Sweet 16. First off, great game to start off here. Illinois, Oklahoma yes. State. Yes, it We've is. got Io Dusumu against Cade Cunningham. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I think that is going to be exciting. Io and the Fighting Illini get it done, and they beat Oklahoma State. And they move on to the Elite Eight. What do you think? Uh, I agree with you. Now, my reasoning is not the same as yours. I think I think Kate Cunningham outplays Io DeSumo. I think he outplays them. He outplays them. The, the difference is going to be Kofi Cockburn. He's going to be the difference in this game. He's going to be a defensive presence down low. So Oklahoma State's not going to be able to score. They're not going to be able to guard him. I say he has at least 25 to 27 points and at least 16 rebounds in this game. And I think, you know, that's going to, he's going to be the difference in the game. I don't think uh, – I mean, look, Yasumi is going to do his thing. He's going to play well, he is, but I think um, I think 
K Cunningham outplays him. You know, he has a stat line. K Cunningham is going to win that stat line. But at, at, at the end of the day, I don't think anybody else is going to step up for um, Oklahoma State in that game. And I think Illinois wins that. Yeah, I did too. Uh, okay, anyway, moving on. Uh, we then it's an interesting matchup here in this uh, Sweet 16 as well with West Virginia and Houston. Uh, we but do we both go West Virginia there? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, in one of my brackets, in one of my brackets, I pick Rutgers. So it, in one of my brackets, it says West Virginia and Rutgers, but in my other one, it says West Virginia and Houston. But either way, I still went West Virginia. Yeah, I mean, I think West Virginia is just a little bit better uh, than Houston. Uh, obviously, like it's like you were saying, most of the time they're press Virginia instead of West Virginia. But even though they're not really much of that this year, I still think they are a very, very solid team. And uh, I'm going to go West Virginia here uh, and have them move on to play Illinois in the Elite Eight. I agree with you on that one. I definitely agree with you on that one. This West Virginia team is, you know, they could they could honestly, they're a, they're a three seed that could win. At all, I mean they. I mean, look, they can they can score, they can shoot the ball well. So and they, ha- I mean, look, at the end of the day, Bob Huggins' defense and their press is going to you know find a way to work. I mean, it's still nothing is going to change there with Press Virginia, and so I have them uh, winning in the uh, Sweet Sixteen and moving and playing Illinois in the Elite Eight, which is going to be a good game to watch. Yes, yes, and uh, we. But however, we both have Illinois there, correct? Yes, we do. I mean, look. At the end of the day, this Illinois team, this oh, oh my goodness, Illinois, wow, wow. Illinois, wow. Illinois, I heard myself say that, but let's pretend like I didn't say that. Now, excuse me, this Illinois, there it is, this Illinois team is something special. I mean, you know, there's always that, that, that dynamic duo, you know, like a, like, I mean, you don't see too many of these in college basketball. Well, we're seeing one of the best ones right now in Cockburn and DeSumo. These two are going to be on. I think I think Illinois blows out West Virginia. I'm sorry. I, feel, I, and I hate to say that because I, I, I'm a big fan of Bob Huggins, like I said, but I think they blow them out at least uh, 15 to 17 points. And, you know, both of those, Dasumu and uh, Cockburn both have, you know, 20 plus points. Okay, well, this is scary. Why do we have the same Final Four right now? We have the same final four. Ah, oh, as of right now. Well, we still have not done the East bracket. Well, we are I'm going to do that right now. In the East bracket. All right. So the East uh, number one seed there is Michigan. Uh, obviously, they again another team that's been one of the best all season. Uh, the number two seed, Alabama, a uh, great team in the SEC. Uh, probably, the, I'd have to say probably Alabama's best team ever. I would assume so. Um, you've got uh, the three seed, Texas. Um, great team as well. That's really hot right now after winning right the Big 12 championship. I don't know why I was ac- echoing just now, but um, you good? Sorry, sorry. Hello. Yeah, you're good. I was like all confused. I like heard myself twice. That was my fault. Um, but yeah, I think uh, where wait, where am I? My bad. Okay, I got sidetracked. That was my fault. That was very awful. Okay. Let's start. Yes, 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 yes. That was on my part. So starting off, we have the one seed Michigan against 16 seed either Mount St. Mary's or Texas Southern. Uh, I'll go Texas Southern there, I guess. I'm going to go Texas Southern as well. Okay. Uh, And then we both go Michigan there easily, right? I mean, yes. Look, Michigan is, like I said, Michigan, they're going to be a hard team to stop. I mean, they have James Dickinson. Um, They have a lot of guys that can, you know, score on – 
the um, offensive end. And Michigan's defense, they're a good defending team. And so I definitely think they pulled this one out. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then in the 8-9 game, very, 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 very interesting matchup between LSU and St. Bonaventure. First of all, LSU should not have been seated this low. No, there's no – like the way that they seated them is horrible with LSU. I don't think they should have been seated this low. Like they made a deep run. They played Alabama well, and they only get an 8 seed? Really? I know. Yeah, I, it was stupid if you ask me, but – um, yeah, so LSU there, and then St. Bonaventure, who won the A-10 today over VCU. Uh, I think, honestly, this game could go either way, but I like LSU to get it done there. Uh, LSU, uh, like you were saying, pretty hot right now. Obviously, they're going to have a lot of confidence coming in uh, after the SEC tournament. Uh, so I like LSU there to get it done and move on to the second round. Uh, I agree with you. I I like LSU because um, of one. I like Cameron. I watched Cameron Thomas play today. He played well. This kid, he won SEC Newcomer of the Year, averaging 22.8 points per game. And he was a first team All SEC. Then they got Trendon Wofford. And, J- I mean, Javante Smart has um, been at LSU for a couple of years now. And he's, he's, he's uh, has the potential to be a great NBA player. Now, the thing that worries me about this LSU team is they, they're not very good defensively. That's what hurt them today against Alabama. And I mean, they can score. They they can when it matters, and they they can get a bucket anytime they want. The thing is, they just cannot defend at all, and so that's the thing that's going to hurt them in this tournament. But I still think they're going to win this game. It may be high scoring, but I definitely have them winning this one. I agree. All right, moving on, we've got five seed Colorado and twelve seed Georgetown, who won the Big East tournament this past weekend to get into the field. They would not have been in if not for that. Uh-huh. But I am going to go with Georgetown in the upset here. I think I Georgetown have... is a very hot team. I think they're clicking on all cylinders at the right time. Uh, I think Colorado is a good matchup for them. So give me Georgetown to move on to the second round. I actually just realized – I picked every 12-5 upset except Tennessee. Wow, that's pretty That's pretty interesting. Anyway, but... Uh, I'll go Georgetown. Um, I know, I agree with you. I, I like Georgetown a lot. Um, look, they're, they're obviously going to be confident. They just won the Big East. I mean, look, the Big East is not an easy conference to win. And so, I mean, look, they're going to definitely be confident. And plus, Colorado just lost to Oregon State. So that that I mean that definitely hurts them too. Now, did you see Colorado shoots free throws amazing? They're one of the best shooting free throw shooting teams ever, and they have seen they have a uh, senior McKinley Wright and Jerrain Horn. So that could um, that could definitely help, you know, with this team being able being so um, experienced and they don't turn over the ball very much and they shoot it pretty well from the outside. But look, Georgetown, they are going in with so much confidence and. Um, I mean, look, Patrick Ewing is gonna go, gonna have those guys motivated, and he's going to, you know, like tell these guys, look, we've done this before. We've been underdogs, and we're underdogs again. So let's go out here and let's play hard. And I think they're gonna play hard enough to win this game. I agree. All right, moving on. We've got uh, four seed of Florida State against thirteen seed UNC Greensboro. Uh, I think Florida State wins this game pretty easily. Uh, mainly because I don't know a ton about UNC Greensboro, but either way, I like Florida State to get it done here. 
Well, you know, you you um you oh wait, never mind, I read that wrong. I thought it said UNC and Rebro beat withdrew and gave them their uh, only loss, but they didn't. They lost by eight to them. Um, but they finished, but they did finish the season on a fifteen and three uh, run, and so they and they won the Southern Conference. Um, they play really good defense, but I really like Florida State. I just I like Quan Gray, Scotty Burns is pretty good. Is like an, uh, actually is a pretty good guard for them or forward. Excuse me, he's really good for them. Florida State plays good defense. Um, they they don't let too many teams beat them in the paint area, and they make teams shoot the ball. And I don't think UNC UNC Greenboro can shoot the ball very well, and so I have Florida State winning this one. I also do. All right, uh, moving on, we've got BYU, the sixth seed, against either Michigan State or UCLA. That's an interesting playing game for sure. Um, I don't think Michigan State should have been a playing in a playing game. I think they should have just been in, period. But I think they should have just been in, but I think they're going to win that game. Honestly, I think it's going to end up being better for them, like a better draw for them. Uh, I think they beat UCLA, and then I also like them to beat BYU. Uh, I think Michigan State, they've beaten a lot of good teams this year. Uh, I think they're a lot better than the record says they are. So I like Michigan State to beat UCLA and then beat BYU and move on to the second round. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad pick there. That's not a bad pick. Well, I can't say the same. I picked BYU. <laughs> I picked BYU. I thought BYU was going to. Look, I mean, Michigan State, the thing about Michigan State is they're so inconsistent for some reason. They're like they're like Tennessee pretty much because I've watched um, – Michigan, or I watched them beat. I was, I think it was Ohio State or Illinois. They beat one of like those best teams, and then the next game they got killed. So they're too inconsistent for me. And I feel like BYU is just gonna find a way to win this game. Um, and yeah, so I, that's why I have Michigan State win. Or, oh my goodness, BYU. BYU. Yeah, I definitely don't blame you either way there for sure. And they beat and BYU beat San Diego State by ten points. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Ooh, they've just released the TV schedule. Well, anyway. Um, next up, we've got Texas and Abilene Christian. Texas, the three seed, and Abilene Christian, the 14 seed. Uh, Texas pretty easily there, correct? Yes, dude. Texas is like, they're, I mean, they just come off came off winning the um, Big 12. And, I mean, dude, like, they're, they're hot right now. I mean, Shaka Smart has a team now, I mean, led by Andrew Jones. And I mean, they got they got a bunch of guys that can play and that can put 20, 20 points on a team. They got like so many guys that can do that. I mean, they got they got Andrew Jones, Courtney Ramsey, Matt Coleman. I mean, they got Greg Brown, who's a talented freshman. And they got a bunch of guys that can definitely you know make some noise. So Texas could definitely make some noise in this tournament. And I think they win this one by at least twenty five. All right. Well, I definitely think that is a uh, a smart pick there. Uh, let's see. I'm, I was just looking at the TV schedule here for a second. Anyway, uh, moving on, we've got, uh, where are we? Oh, 7-seed UConn and 10-seed Maryland. Uh, first up, wait, why did I say first up? Uh, well, first of all, when picking this game, obviously, like I said, I am very high on the Big Ten teams. Uh-huh. So that, therefore, and I don't know much about UConn this year, to be completely honest with you, so therefore... I am going to go with Maryland because. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. Go ahead. I wasn't even going to say anything to be honest. Oh um, well, look, UConn they have they have a lot of guys um, that can score. I've read about this team. James Bognight averaging 19 a game. 
mean, he's been he's been a big part of their offense. And then um, I think it says here that the guy they need a lot more production from is R.J. Cole. He's only averaging 12 points a game, but I don't think I don't think they're gonna get that production from him. And uh, Maryland, dude, Maryland can shoot the ball very well too. Nobody like Maryland is a good shooting team. I think they win this one, and I think I think it's close, but I think they win this one. Yes. Sorry, I just got all excited. Tennessee didn't play till uh, five twenty-five on Friday. So nice, nice. All right. That's uh, Kentucky play. That's tough for you. <laughs> it's tough for you, buddy. All right. So moving on, uh, our last first round game to pick uh, of the finally of the hour and a half in. Uh, we 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 make our answers too long. Let's just be honest. But. Uh, Alabama and Iona, uh, Rick Pitino and Iona uh, also, but I still think Alabama wins there very easily, don't you? Yes, Alabama, look, dude. Alabama, I mean, we all called it. We both said they were going to win the SEC, and they did. Um, I didn't say they were going to win the SEC. I said Arkansas, remember? Oh, uh, well, that's right. I said Alabama. Yeah, because you're smarter than me or something. But, I mean, look, this Alabama team, dude, Alabama's really good. They can shoot the ball. They can play good, good defense, and like I said, I've, I've heard many reporters say that the big keys and making it far in this tournament. And so, I mean, they got they got SEC player and the defensive player of the year in the SEC, Herbert Jones. I mean, Nate Oates done a great job coaching there. I mean, dude, Alabama's going to be so tough to beat in this whole tournament, I think. And so, I had I definitely have them win this game. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> All right, moving on, we've got Michigan and LSU. Uh, this is going to be a very, 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 very close game, I think. But I do think Michigan pulls away late. Uh, I think LSU competes the whole way. But I like Michigan to get it done, and uh, you know they'll find a way, I think. Uh, obviously, LSU's a really good team, but I do think uh, Michigan finds a way to get it done. See, the thing about this pick is, it's just for me, I want to say LSU, but I'm going to go Michigan. I mean, look, LSU's defense is just not convincing for me. They can't, they're just, their defense is not great at all, and they can't just play great defense. And so I had, I mean, I had them um, losing to Michigan. Plus, I feel like Michigan will just, I mean, outplay LSU in every way rebounding, scoring, three point shooting, Hunter. Hunter Dickinson is too good, and I don't think LSU has anybody that can really guard him, and so, yeah, I'm going Michigan at that one, too. Yeah, I agree. Uh, hold on a second here. All right, uh, moving on, we've got uh, Georgetown and Florida State for both of us, right? Yes. All right, I've got Georgetown here. I think Georgetown really? gets it Wow. I think Georgetown wow. gets it done. I think... I, I just like this matchup here as well with Florida State, and I think they get it done and they move on to the Sweet 16. And also, half of this was, this is the last region I did when I filled my bracket out, and I didn't have a double-digit seed in the Final Four yet. Or not the Final Four, in the Sweet 16 yet, and you always get to cake at least one. So, yeah, that was also part of it. So, I got Georgetown going to the Sweet 16. I do not. I have Florida State winning. I mean, look, Florida State, I think it's just going to be too much. I think this is where Patrick Ewing's uh, magical run with this team stops here. And so, yeah, I'm going. I'm going. All right, I agree. Uh, where are we? I do oh. not agree. I do not agree. 
My fault. Not agree. I, as you can see, I am a little drained right now because we've been doing this for the past hour and a half. Hey, it's the grind we do for our fans, man. Hey, it's March Madness. It only happens once a year. I know, right? All right, uh, Michigan State and Texas for me. For you, it's BYU and Texas. Uh, either way, we both have Texas here, correct? Yes, look, Texas, look, Shaka Smart, he's done a great job with this team. Like I said, they're going to be motivated. They're going to want to play hard, and I think they, they beat BYU. I think they beat Michigan State too, so. So, you think, so you've got Texas? Yeah, okay. I was just double-checking. Uh, Maryland and Alabama. I think this might be an interesting matchup for Alabama, but uh, honestly, this might be a game that exposes Alabama a little bit. I don't think it's it's going to be bad, but this game may expose Alabama and show teams what they need to do to get closer or to beat Alabama. You know? Yeah, 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 for sure, one hundred percent. I don't think now. Do I think Maryland is going to beat Alabama? No. I think Alabama is going to shoot its way out of this game and win this one by at least six or seven points. Yeah, I mean, I, that's probably what I would pick there, too. I mean, uh, obviously, uh, that whole team at, the, at Alabama, John Petty, uh, Herb Jones, all of them, uh, they can get them through pretty much anything. So mm-hmm. I like Alabama to beat Maryland there. All right, Sweet 16 time, Michigan and Georgetown. I like Michigan here. I do think Georgetown Georgetown's run ends here. Um, yeah, this I guess yeah, this will like, be um, Patrick Ewing against Juwan Howard here. Uh, but I, I, I like Michigan. I think Georgetown's run ends here. And, uh, yeah, Michigan goes on to the uh, Elite Eight. I agree with you, except, I mean, I have Florida State, of course. Uh, Michigan, look, Michigan, I think, beats Florida State. I don't think Florida State will have anybody that can um, keep up with Hunter Dick- Dickinson. And um, look, Michigan, they're they're look, Michigan is a pretty good team. Well, they're not a pretty good team. They are a great team, and they can shoot their they can shoot the ball pretty well. Um, they play pretty good defense, and I think they uh, pull this one out against Florida State. I do too. Uh, well, I don't against Florida State, but I think they do it against Georgetown. Either way. Uh, moving on, a very, 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 very exciting matchup in the Sweet 16 between Texas and Alabama. I went back on this game so much, like so much. Like, I went back and forth forever on this game. But eventually I ended up going with Texas to get it done against Alabama. I think Texas just wow. matches up. Wow. I just think Texas matches up against Alabama a little, like a, a hair better. So, therefore, I am going with Texas to beat Alabama and match up with Michigan in the Elite Eight. Well, I'm sorry, but um, I'm going to have to disagree. Alabama is too much for Texas, I think. That um, matchup with uh, Andrew Jones and John Petty is going to be pretty good. Oh, no, no. Another guy nobody talks about for um, Alabama is Javon Quin- Quinley, I think that's his name. He's a – look, he's – We've all heard of this guy, of course, from uh, high school. This dude was a part of the Jelly Fam. So this kid, this dude, was uh, nationally rec- nationally re- um, recruited or nationally ranked coming out of high school, and he originally had committed to Villanova, but he did not start and did not play very well at Villanova. So he transferred to Alabama, and he's been he's helped this Alabama team a lot. And so the matchup between him and Andrew Jones is going to be a good matchup. Um, I mean, this is this is going to be a close game, I think. Now, do I think um, Texas wins? No. No. 
And uh, Jer- the matchup between um, Jericho Sims and Herb Jones is going to be a good matchup to watch too. But I think in the in Herb Jones uh, with his, I mean, he's long. I think um, he pulls this one. I mean, I think he wills Alabama to this way. Him and John Petty. John Petty, I think, is going to have at least 20-something points, make, make at least four to five three-pointers. And I think Alabama beats Texas by at least four points. All right, well, I definitely don't blame you for going Alabama there because I went back and forth for a long time on that one. But All right, so now we've got Michigan and Texas. For me, in the in the Elite Eight, it's Michigan and Texas. Uh, it's another one I went back and forth on. Uh, but, but, I think Texas and Shaka Smart find a way to get it done, and Texas goes to wow. the Final Four. Statement. Three-point shooting and their great defense. I think Alabama blows Michigan out and they move on to the next round to the Final Four and play Gonzaga. All right. Well, I guess we're here. So, recapping. My Final Four, Gonzaga, Baylor, Illinois, Texas. Your Final Four? Gonzaga, Bama, Baylor, and Illinois. All right. So, our first Final Four matchup for me Gonzaga and Texas. So, I think uh, Texas plays Gonzaga pretty well for about a half in this game. I I'd say I think Gonzaga only is, uh, is only winning by about four points at halftime in, in in this game. But then second half, I think Gonzaga starts to pull away. I think they end up winning this game by about ten or fifteen points, and Gonzaga goes to the national championship game. So, like I agree, I agree with you. If, if it was Alabama, um, I think you know Alabama play. I think Alabama goes into the half beating Gonzaga by at least five to seven points, and then, um, but then Gonzaga, you know, they get it together and they play like you know Gonzaga knows how to play, and you know they, um, I think they beat Alabama by fifteen or twenty points. Not, no, I wouldn't say twenty, maybe ten to fifteen points, and I think they move on to the national championship. All right, uh, and then in the second semifinal, we both have Baylor and Illinois. So this is pro- this will be a great game. Yes, first of all, I went with Illinois, and the reason why is because I think Illinois is playing like a fraction better than Baylor is right now. Like just barely, I think Illinois is playing just a little bit barely better than Baylor right now. So therefore, I have Gonzaga. And Illinois in the national championship game. I have Baylor. Uh, the reason I'm going Baylor is because I'm really high on Jared Butler, Macy uh, Oteague, and and um, Davion Mitchell. I mean, look, that off they're they're great. They're three great offensive guys for Baylor, and I think um, they I think they find a way to um, to stop that Illinois offense and stop that duo of. Burn and Sumu. I think they. Uh, I don't think they stop them, but I think they contain them and then make somebody else beat them. And I don't think Illinois can do anything after um, do anything 
after those two guys are, you know, shut down a little bit or, like, they're they're not making any plays. And I think Baylor wins this one by about eight points, and I think they play Gonzaga in the national championship. All right. Uh, wait, what, what was I going to say? Why did I, like, forget what I was going to say? That was stupid. Anyway, uh, all right, so the national championship. For me, it's Gonzaga and Illinois. This would be a great game. Uh, I guess the number one overall seed against the number three overall seed. Uh, it'd be a great game, obviously, like I said. Uh, I think this would be, it'd be back and forth the whole game. But I think Gonzaga's been the uh, best team in the nation all year. I think that it's a team of destiny, and I think Gonzaga wins the national championship, finishes the year undefeated at 32-0, and and I got Gonzaga winning the national championship 78-74 over Illinois. I agree with you. I definitely agree. I think Gonzaga, uh, you know, wins this game. But I think it's a lot closer um, with Baylor because, you know, Baylor is a way better defending team, I think, than Illinois. And so I think, you know, Baylor makes this a game a while. And then, you know, um, I feel like um, the final, I have the final score being 60 to 58 Gonzaga. And Mark Few wins his first national championship, and he does it. The thing is, he does it in a crazy fashion with a team that's undefeated. Like if he does that, he would. I mean, he would. I think he'd be considered one of the greatest coaches in college basketball history. I mean, like this. I mean, he like everybody's saying this guy can't get over the hump of winning a national championship, and he does it with the undefeated team. Like just imagine that. And so yeah, I mean, I think, and I think the the MOP. Is going to be Jalen Suggs. Yeah, I mean, I think Jalen Suggs is going to have a phenomenal game in this one. He wins MOP, and Gonzaga takes it all, and they are national champions. All right. Well, excuse me. Hold, what should, what should our secret word be? All right. So if you're still listening, this is the secret word to see if you listen to the whole podcast. Yes. What's the secret word? Um. Scene. What should it be? Hmm. I feel like it should have nothing to do with. I feel like it should have nothing to do with basketball. It really shouldn't. I don't think it should either. Um. How about grapefruits? Grapefruits. All right. So grapefruits. If you text the word grapefruits to one of us, we will know (laughs) that you listen to the entire podcast, and you get to be the next guest. Or you get to be a guest on the next episode. Yes. All right. Well. Grapefruit it is. Grapefruits. I don't know why we made it, made it grapefruits. Wait, is it grapefruit or grapefruits? Grapefruits or fruits? I don't know. Probably Whatever. Fruits. Grapefruits. Grapefruits. All right. Grapefruits. Well, anyway, we know this was a super long one. This was, this was even longer than the NFL draft one that we did. Um... But we hope you guys enjoyed it. it, it you know, it's March Madness. Only happens one a, once a year. Uh, we yes. hope you guys enjoyed us breaking down the entire bracket for you guys. And uh, anything else you want to see before we head out? Say, anything else you want to say before we head out? Um, I just want to thank everybody that listened. Hopefully, people listen all the way. It will definitely help. Um, so, because I want to see how many people actually listen and takes this word grapefruit. Hopefully, people you know, actually listen to it instead of skipping through it just to get to the end of it because that would kind of suck if you did. But, you know, um, I'm just glad, you know, I'm glad March Madness is back. I'm glad, you know, it was fun doing this and making this. 
and um, you know, this is going to be an exciting tournament. I mean, that's that's all I got to say. I'm ready for it to come on. Yeah, for real, for sure. All right, well, we hope you guys enjoyed it, and uh, I don't know when we'll do our next one, but uh, it'll be sometime soon. So I think it'll probably be when the draft comes. Yeah, well, I don't know. We'll we'll probably do one after uh, the tournament's over, or maybe before that. I don't know. Either way, though, we hope you guys enjoyed it, and uh, we'll talk to you in the next one. Peace.